Hello and welcome to Sustainability is Sexy, the podcast where we talk about all things sustainable from regenerative agriculture, alternative to single-use plastic, and everything in between. I'm your host, Liz Murphy, and each episode I will talk to leaders in the sustainability space to provide insights, innovation, and inspiration for all of us to create a healthier planet. Today, I'm joined by Ryder England, co-founder of Cove Hard Yerba Mate. Welcome to the podcast, Ryder. Thanks so much, Liz. Thanks for having me. Being uh, here in San Diego, I mean, outside of just the craft beer industry, there's so many cool things happening in the beverage space uh, around sustainability. So I'm very excited to have you on here and learn about this awesome new brand that you have going on. But first of all, I always find that it helps to get a little bit of a background about my guest because it gives us some insight into why you were inspired to found your business. So tell me a bit about yourself. I live here in Encinitas, California. Um, I grew up kind of jumping between the mountains and the ocean, at least in my adult life. And that kind of led me to a love for creative expression and kind of entrepreneurship. I had like a skate company as like a seventh grade kid, right? And of course that dwindled with going to college and things like that, but that kind of sparked the love for it. And then I actually started um, making films and traveling around. And once I got to Encinitas, I found an amazing group of people um, that I started a nonprofit with called Foster the Earth. And we take at-risk and foster youth on backpacking trips. So just kind of going chronological with the story of how how I kind of came to be within Cove. Um, then at that point, a company called Juneshine, I'm sure you heard of it, right? Juneshine Hard Kombucha. Absolutely. Yeah, they, uh, and they've set an amazing you know, example for what it means to be a sustainable company. Um, and so they actually decided to sponsor the nonprofit that I was directing. And at that point, that's when it kind of led me to um, the alcohol industry, you know, and kind of seeing what a startup can do and what these brands like the reach it can have and the story you can tell and things like that. So, um, I at first was a beneficiary through them and then actually wanted to join the team because they seemed like a great group of people. And that's where I actually met my co-founders. And then once time came, I was, uh, going to do a cross country road trip for Juneshine, uh, kind of about like, honestly about sustainability and events and doing panels, you know, parties, all the things. And, the day before I left is when good old COVID kind of shut the world down. So ended up leaving there, but it all worked out for a reason because that kind of led me to regrouping with the guys and starting out Cove. Yeah, I think I've heard a lot of stories as we seem to be coming out of the pandemic, um, you know, some positive spins for people's trajectories, which is really encouraging and really awesome to hear. Uh, so I'm really glad to hear that about you. We've all heard of, like you said, Juneshine Hard Kombucha, but this is the first time that I've heard of a hard yerba mate. So tell me more about that. Josh, one of my co-founders, was the original brewer um, at Juneshine. So he developed those four core flavors, um, Midnight Painkiller, all those fun ones, you know. And he has jumped between the alternative alcohol space kind of all over these amazing brands. And so he had experience with so many things and he could kind of see the industry trying to change. And I was talking to him the other day and he really explained it well to me. He's like, you know, the craft beer industry, right? So everyone used to just drink your Coors and your Bud Light and whatever. And then, you know, Stone and Ballast and Sierra Nevada and these companies, I'm sure there's so many more, you know, um, really started shaping the way for the craft industry. And that almost seems like we're getting another renaissance of that with um, alternative alcohol, with things like seltzers, you know, uh, it, you know, we have the White Claws and the Trulies that are really these big brands pushing out. And Josh started, you know, messing around and thinking about what could we do that would really 
you know, hold good flavor, hold good benefits. And uh, Yerba Mate is kind of where that led to. And now the world's so much more familiar with it with another great brand called Guayaki, you know, mm-hmm. um, and they've set a great example as well. So it's, you know, we got big, big shoes to fill, I guess, with the companies that surround us. But we're, you know, that's kind of what led to them having that idea. And then they actually brought me on board after the fact. Um, they, they both had the idea of it and then it didn't quite have a brand yet. It was just a product and, you know, the, the thought of what it could do. Um, and then they actually kind of sat me down, asked if I wanted to join the team on the creative side. And then I actually, once they asked me to officially join, I kind of flipped a script a little bit and actually like kind of interviewed them on like, Hey, what kind of company are we going to start? And both Josh and Alex are amazing individuals. And we decided that we really want to have, we totally steal this from Yvonne Schoenard, uh, you know, founder of Patagonia, great human. He, uh, he says, we're not a sustainable company. We're a responsible company, you know? So it's kind of just taking, making those decisions that might not always have the most short-term gain but they'll lead to longevity and trying to make the world a better place you know yeah that's beautiful i love that kind of separation between sustainable company and responsible company i think that's a really beautiful way to look at it what is the story behind the name uh yeah so cove is actually um in guarani which is uh the primary language in paraguay and it's actually one of the only countries to have the indigenous language be the primary language and uh it means to live or the art of living. It's kind of one of those words that's very all-encompassing. And um, so our thought was we really wanted to honor the place in which it came from, you know, like we're all about the botanics of the ingredients and things like that. And that with that comes where are those ingredients actually from? Um, where did they originate? And who are the people that, you know, brought those to light? So that's kind of how the name Kovek came about. And then it kind of just rolled with it, you know, like, to live the art of living. And that's very much what we're trying to promote at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So we had spoken a few minutes before we officially started today's uh, recording, but you had mentioned that it's it's very new. You guys have started just in the end of 2020. Um, so what has that been like coming out of a pandemic, starting a whole new uh, company? And, and what have you guys seen so far? Yeah. So, I mean, being in the alcohol space is pretty unique in a few ways, right? Like, I mean, off-premise alcohol sales, like liquor stores and things like that actually went up when the pandemic happened because everyone was sitting at home, you know, and wanted, deserved a beer, quite frankly, or whatever, you know, hard yerba mate or June shine or whatever it is, you know? And uh, it was different because so much of that is social, you know, yet we were pulled away from that social space. So it's really led us to try to focus on storytelling and talking about the lifestyle behind the brand and actually what the product is um, because it is a new product and there's it's a really amazing product the the statistics behind it turned out really great so um it's all about that brand education you know yeah absolutely and you you know i was originally going to ask a question about to to find out more about what makes cove a sustainable business but i'd, I'd like to kind of reword that and find out what you guys do to become a responsible business yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they, they do go hand in hand in some senses, right? So for us, it's not so much like we've we've started small and we didn't have that, you know, we weren't able to throw the parties and have that explosive big boom out the gate, you know, just with the um, the way of the world. So for us, we actually ended up getting a, uh, we contract brew um, and share a facility at Thorn Brewing in Barrio Logan. And that actually is beneficial um, and sustainable, not only financially, but also 
environmentally as well, because you're sharing these resources. Um, you're sharing a team, you know, you're sharing like a lot of the things, you know, building a facility requires so many resources. So we were able to cut out on a lot of that. Um, it's quite a few things. We jumped on 1% for the planet and, uh, mm-hmm. do you know what 1% for the planet is? I do, but I'm not sure all of our listeners do. So please do tell us some more. Yeah. And I hope, I hope I word it correctly. Um, but it basically is a foundation that takes 1% of sales and puts them towards environmental nonprofits. So that's actually um, Foster the Earth, the nonprofit I helped start with a couple of ladies, is um, the one that Junshan got us signed up for 1% for the planet. So I knew when we were starting a company, that was a no-brainer. Um, so that's something we do, and we actually do it towards becoming uh, carbon neutral. So we have a little work to go. And I think something that's really important is being real with ourselves as business owners and being real with our audience, more importantly, like practicing that radical transparency of, Hey, it's all about progress over perfection. Right. Um, like we, we're aware we have so many more things to do that will make us more and more sustainable, but we're hopefully moving in the right direction. It's implemented in so many different little ways of the brand, you know, like right now we're building a tasting room and something that I think is really cool. and It's taken a lot of time is actually, I'm trying to build this tasting room out of 50% um, like reusable resources, you know, so taking live edge that was fallen trees in Los Angeles, taking metal that was around thorn, you know, and um, reclaiming it and making it this furniture and doing things like that to where like, why, why have something new? It can be just as beautiful if it's used. In this series, we are talking to local sustainable business owners and organizations to highlight tangible resources within our community. Are you a local sustainable business or do you know someone we should be talking to? Email us at sustainabilityissexythepodcast at gmail.com. Where can people find COVID? Uh, Yeah, so we're all over San Diego. We're in about 120 accounts in San Diego. Um, now putting a little more focus on on-premise, you know, like things like the bars and, um, you know, places like that. But also at hardyerbamate.com, uh, we actually ship all around California. So you can order it there if you're listening to this from Los Angeles or San Francisco or somewhere like that. Uh, and then I guess on social media, you can follow us at uh, mate on Instagram. And that's what kind of always post events we're having and things like that. So something I always ask my guests, um, and it doesn't have to have anything to do with the beverage industry, do you have a favorite sustainable product or practice that you use in your own life that you can share with us? Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, So as I said, with the brand, you know, it's all about plants and the botanics and the ingredients. And it's really, I'm a gardener at heart and I love cooking. And I really think there's so much importance in education leading to inspiration. So I'm always teaching myself about gardening tools, teaching other people. And I actually grow um, a fair amount of my own food, which is really nice in my backyard. So uh, it's a small little plot. It doesn't take much. You know, I just grow some kale, some tomatoes, you know, um, occasional cauliflower, things like that. And yeah, I still go to the store and do all those things. But nothing is more satisfying than getting your hands in the dirt. And that way you compost all your food, you know, and it turns into more beneficial soil for more plants. And it kind of becomes this, you become a part of the nature cycle. And I think that's really when you start realizing the positive impact you can have, because we're always focusing on our carbon footprint, you know, like it's something we leave behind, but let's also, you know, walk, uh, walk with light at the same time. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. And I love that suggestion. Um, my heart and soul is in sustainability within the food space and in agriculture. So I'm so glad that you brought that up. Oh, awesome. So I hear <laughs> yeah, we, we, you know, I've got a long way to go. I would love to someday own a farm. If I could actually have a tasty groom be attached to a farm for Kobe, that would be a, a dream at some point. So, oh, yes. Oh, that is so beautiful. We'll definitely have to talk more. I've got, got most more definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Uh, no, just thank you so much for tuning in. Um, follow us and we're an open book behind this company is, you know, behind the page of Instagram and the website are a couple of people doing what they can. So ask questions, let us know how, if anyone has any ideas on how we could be more sustainable, I am, you know, humility is so important when you're on this journey. Um, and we can learn from so many, I'm sure your viewers, you know, this is obviously something they believe in. So they might be leaps and bounds ahead of us. And sharing education is what we need to do right now. Well, Ryder, thank you so much for being here today. It was an absolute pleasure getting to know you. And I'm so excited to continue watching Kove's journey. You can find more information on Instagram at kove.yerbamate and online at www.hardyerbamate.com. As always, all of the resources and brands mentioned on today's podcast will be linked for your reference. And until next time, I'm Liz Murphy sending you sustainability love from San Diego. Sustainability is Sexy is a nonprofit organization located in San Diego, California, focused on inspiring and driving innovation within our community to create real change. Learn more at sustainabilityisexy.org and find out how you can be involved.